Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two at Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. In a moment, we'll be joined by Trey Biddy of hogsports.com, being brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service Company. But first, let's talk with Neil by way of Saracen Neil Atkinson. Neil, the lines have been up for a while. Looks like they are holding firm. That is Arkansas State at Oklahoma. Oklahoma favored by 35 and a half points. And Arkansas uh, playing Western Carolina and Little Rock. Arkansas favored by 34 and a half. The over-under, by the way, in that game is 62 and a half. That seems a little low to me. Yeah, well, I guess if if, if it's low for you, you can bet the under. <laughs> That's the beautiful thing about sports betting. Remember the lines that the uh, odds makers put out. It's just the book's opinion of where it can be. And when you're making a bet, all you're doing is make, saying that your opinion is better than ours. And if it is, you get to win some money. Yeah, those lines have been inching up just a little bit. And from what I can see, we're one of the few people that do have the Arkansas-Western Carolina uh, game lines actually up, and uh, with the uh, spread and the over and under, it's kind of hard to put a money line once the uh, the game gets above 23 points. It's kind of hard to put us the money line on that, so that's why you don't see that. But yeah, and we're going to go ahead and get the Western Carolina specials out uh, probably by Monday, if not sooner, for the specific games. But do not forget those season-long specials, the double R specials. A lot of those are already pre-built parlays for you and uh, got the best odds that you can get on those right there. I look at these every day just to make sure that uh, I didn't go too extreme or uh, undervalued someone's production is what I'm expecting for this upcoming season. But um, I feel pretty good about the double R prop specials on the season for the Arkansas Razorbacks. I do, too. And, and the way you know they're really, really good is because they have been imitated. So uh, if somebody's imitating them, they must think they're good. So uh, I really do enjoy uh, being able to put these lines up for, for, for the guests. And, hey, if, if, if there's a line up there that you don't see, uh, let us know and we'll get it up. Now, individual player props will not be released on that game until the national feed picks up. But if there's anything in the interim, just Hit us up on Twitter, and we will put it up if we can. Boom! All right, that is Neil Atkinson by way of Saracen. BetSaracen.com. Go to the App Store and get the app. It is so simple. And don't forget the MLB specials tonight and that flash bets. Thank you, Neil. Thank you, Randy. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293, family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Trey, in your mind, what are some of the question marks uh, for Arkansas going into this first game? I guess Western Kentucky, or is it still a little early to think that way? No, it's not early to think that way. I mean, what else do we have, Randy? <laughs> We're kind of writing the same stories over and over again here. Yeah. But, you know, I've, I've thought about that because the last story I wrote was kind of just on how I, I've already written this story, basically. So, 
penalties, I think, are something that hasn't brought up been brought up a lot. How is Arkansas going to be as a penalty team? Uh, you know, last year, I believe they had seven penalties in the opener against Cincinnati, which is a pretty good number for uh, an opener. That's you know, in a positive way. Uh, the year before that, I believe they had in 2021. I believe they had 13. Um, you know, kind of leading into that Texas game. And so, you know, that was kind of, you were kind of thinking, well, I mean, it was a little a little sloppy. Uh, the year before that, there was 10 penalties in the opener. Um, you know, and that kind of coincides with, you know, how, how Arkansas was in 2021. They were actually a, a pretty high penalty team. Um, I think finished 10th in the SEC last year. They were pretty middle, you know, I, I would say they're probably average to slightly above average in terms of being a good penalty team. The year before that, they were... 2020 they're actually a pretty good penalty team so I think that's something to to look at you know you, you talk about getting lucky and jumping up and maybe surprising somebody beating somebody you're not supposed to well you know penalties play a big part in that and then you know on the other side of it you know, people talking about is this the team that can go to Baton Rouge and, and beat LSU can they go to Tuscaloosa and beat Alabama well you know there's 133 teams out there that are going through fall camp just like Arkansas that are preparing that you know have target games you know looking at this Arkansas game can we can we you know kick our season our season off right you know that's what Western Carolina is thinking and Arkansas has slept walk through some games in the past against teams that they should beat um, you know so that's that's another aspect of it people are talking about you know Arkansas like you know you should win these games that should you knock off this team also and you know excel and, and get to a nine ten win season or something like that but I mean as we've seen in recent history it goes the other way too I mean they they had it happen last year against Liberty um, they almost had it if you know a couple of bounces go a different way they almost had it happen against Bobby Petrino and Missouri State that would have been a disaster mm. an all-time worst loss so those are the kind of questions I think it's it's good to ask right now about this team. Um, you know, I've seen some grabbing and stuff, and, and you know, in practices. Apparently, the referees at the last scrimmage were pretty flag happy. It's a different group than the scrimmage before, and scrim uh, penalties were a little bit better in that one. So, uh, those are the kind of things that you know I think uh, you can probably look at as terms of things we haven't talked about a whole lot yet. Let's talk with Savage. Savage. Good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Yes, sir. You're doing all right, guys? Doing great. How about you, Savage? Doing good. You know, Trey, you're talking about it right now. Sam Pittman comes out, so he's, he's been asked about the four-game stretch. It's going to be tough outside the non-conference. What's mm -hmm. the mindset of these, these kids that you've seen? Leading up, they've got to be asked about the schedule. I know it's one game at a time. What are you seeing as a – he's changing the culture. He's got, what, three deep at defensive line. You know, are you seeing yeah. how the kids – you know they got to go out there and punch these. They got to play Arkansas. They're on our schedule. We can beat them just like anybody. And that's, I think that's what mm -hmm. Sam's saying. Are you seeing things same thing out of the kids? I'll get off here. Appreciate it. Thank you, Savage. I think he's asking if I'm seeing the same thing in terms of you know the players feeling good about where they are. So yeah, their mindset. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it, I feel like it's pretty strong. I, I feel like there was, you know. I thought I felt like there was some dissension with last year's team, and um, that's one reason you saw such a high number of players enter the transfer portal. You know, a lot of those players, you know, you can't say, "Hey, I need you to move on," but you know, that kind of stuff happens. You know, maybe it was encouraged a little bit, uh, just because there were some issues with the team. I, I have not seen those things. Now, with Chad Morris was coach at Arkansas, I used to hear stuff all the time. This player doesn't like that player. This coach doesn't like that coach. Offense doesn't like the defense. You know, old guys don't like the young guys. All those kinds of things all the time. And I started to hear that last year popping up here and there. You know, not really this time of year so much as just a little bit after, really. Um, started to hear some of that stuff pop up, and I didn't really think I would hear that. I have not heard anything at all this point, in fact, I've, you know, I hear things that are, are definitely more encouraging about, you know, the bond that's been built with the team. Um, I think they feel like they've got a good squad. Um, I, 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 you know, 20 years of doing this, you learn to read behind the lines a little bit of what the coaches and the players are saying and stuff. And, yeah, I think that they feel they have a good squad, yeah. I, I think that's the question he was asking. Yes, I agree. All right, this from our Asher Record Service company, live feed and feedback. Andrew says, question for Trey. 
is Arkansas out of the race for Ryan Wingo, Ronnie Wingo's little brother, five-star receiver out of Missouri? Well, Missouri has some interesting NIL laws where absolutely you know, you they do compensated as a high school athlete if you uh, if you sign with a uh, with an in-state school. So I don't know if that's something that's going to uh, deter kids from leaving Missouri or, or what. But if everybody adopts that, then that would be that would be hard on, on a lot of other teams. But um, I, I, I kind of feels like maybe that's where things are headed with 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 Ryan Wingo. Um, you know, obviously Ronnie, his brother, was a Razorback, but that's been quite some time ago. So uh, I don't I don't know that I see anything developing with Arkansas there in terms of having a chance to get him at this point. I think they're pretty much out of the picture from the, some of the yeah. things that I've read. Uh, let's see this from Terry. Trey, after last year's catastrophic season, anything less than nine regular season wins is unacceptable. But that being said, how many wins does Sam need to have this year to be fired? Thoughts on the kickoff team giving up a touchdown? Is Scott Fountain on the hot seat? Terry's a really happy person. <laughs> yeah. So for Sam Pittman to get fired, I would have to say actual, you know, an actual catastrophic season, which you know is, um, you know, probably taking two a or step three back wins. from two or three wins. Yeah. Two or three, yeah, to get fired. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, maybe four. We look at it from from where we are right now, and I always yeah. say that you know you look at the season, and a lot of people say. You know, I think this team could go eight and four. I think eight and four is a good number. But when you're in it, and that game is lost that you, you know, predicted they would lose at the beginning of the season, I mean, it's it's a disaster when you're in it. You know, it's just college football is an emotional sport. Um, I think Sam Pittman has built goodwill. Now, last year was definitely a step back, but the nine-win season wasn't that long. You know, Brett Bielema was here five years. He never never had a nine-win season. Um, so I would say something. Like just just disastrous would happen have to happen with this team. Um, just you know, kind of imploding, looking like they don't care, look like they've got you know let go of the rope. You know that kind of stuff can can obviously change. So I don't think that's going to happen with this team. I think they they've got a good team, um, but I don't know if I would call last year. Last year was disappointing. Catastrophic is a is a pretty strong term. It's hard to win ten games in this conference. It's hard to win nine. You know, I mean, that means you basically got to win your non-conference games and go five and three in the SEC against some really, really good teams out there. Um, I mean, eight wins to me is—I don't—I don't want to tell anybody they should be satisfied with eight wins. That's not what I'm saying. But if you win eight in this conference, you four and four. I mean, it's based on where Arkansas has been historically. It's hard to get like throw your hands up and say this is unacceptable um i do like them to win nine more than i like them to win seven you know i just know that i'm not going to say arkansas is a 10-win team because i don't think that they can just steamroll their way to 10 wins okay i think that they can win 10 i do think that they can be a 10-win team but that's going to take some some bounces here and there so uh, I think that may have been. I feel like maybe he had one more question in there for me, Randy, that I might have overlooked. But uh, uh, thoughts on the kickoff team? Oh, Scott Fountain. He said yeah. Scott Fountain oh. on the hot seat. I mean, kick special teams haven't been special as Houston. I would say. Mm-mm. I mean, they got Cam Little, and he's a weapon for him. But uh, I haven't been. I, last year, I wasn't blown away by any stretch on the special teams. I mean, I thought they they actually had some moments in 2021. One reason they were probably a better team, one reason they probably split some of those games uh, that were close, whereas last year they lost them all. So, I mean, Scott Fountain is one of the best recruiters on this staff, and a lot of people don't don't recognize that. Your special teams coach needs to be that, and he is. He's He's got a fantastic reputation as a recruiter. But they've got, they can't, they can't have the punting issues that they had last year. You just can't. And in this day and age, it's easy to go out and get it fixed. And you go out and get a, a good replacement somewhere. And if, you know, you roll with the guys you had and things aren't better, then, yeah, I mean, coaches are hired to be fired in this conference. Um, 
So he's he's got to have a better performance. I think you'll see Isaiah Satania returning returning kickoffs just based on what he did the other day um, with Jalen Braxton also very much in the mix there and probably both of those guys as your top two options at punt return also. Um, I, I, I don't think you should really ever return unless you have somebody who is just unbelievably dynamic in the return game. I think you should just fair catch everything or let it go out of the back of the end zone on kickoffs. Uh, let's see, Trey. This kind of fits in with what you talked about, Alex, a moment I mean, uh, Cam a moment ago. Alex says, I can't wait to see Cam Little kick multiple 60-yarders. According to the media, boys, he has automatic points on the board anytime we cross the 40. L-O-L. Uh, right. So, Alex is not paying attention. He's one of those guys that's probably pretty <laughs> negative. Sam Pittman said that. So, media boys are relaying what Sam Pittman said. He's automatic from 60 yards. That's a direct quote. So, what I would tell Alex is to probably be better at doing live fan feedback. <laughs> Pay oh, attention. Wow. Mm. Well, that came well, on the live fan feedback, so... Yeah. Uh, a lot of fan feedback boys out there. Yeah. I'm getting it done today. Yeah. Uh, uh, this from <laughs> Hog Reality. By the way, everyone thought we had a great squad last year, too. Every coach and media member does until you get smoked in the mouth three to four times in a row. Stop, stop, yeah, stop. I don't know Smoke? that people I think that. Hold, on, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. They lost four games by three points or less. Is that smoked? Yeah. If you well, thought you had a good team. starting quarterback. They could they could have won eleven games last year. They didn't get smoked, right? Uh, I think the yeah, heat is I mean, smoking some folks right now. People have interesting memories on on how things are. I don't think anybody yeah. was predicting Arkansas to um, have this outstanding season last year. Now they had a good starting lineup, and a lot of that was facilitated from the transfer portal. There was also a lot of inner workings with the team that just did not mesh. Um, now any team is susceptible to having a rash of injuries, especially when you're a team like Arkansas, you know, not so much Georgia or Alabama, these teams that have built depth. The thing that I think is different about this team is they have built a lot of depth, especially, you know, at some key positions. I still wonder about depth in the secondary. You know, are they going to be good, average, bad at linebacker? I think they'll probably be about average at linebacker. But I think they've developed a lot of good depth. I know, I feel like the defensive line is definitely better than Arkansas's offensive line is right now. So, to me, um, yeah, I don't remember predicting um, greatness last year. That's a that's a pretty strong term. Um, I don't remember. I don't, I don't think a whole lot of media media people. I mean, I'm sure there were some that were doing that. But you know, you lose KJ Jefferson for two games, and you have no shot at winning at Mississippi State because you don't have a quarterback. Uh, they they could have beaten LSU. I think they would have beaten LSU last year if they had Jefferson. The defense played the way they did. Um, they. You know, had it they they shouldn't have even played him against Liberty. That was just that was a mistake playing him against Liberty. And you know, I mean, like you said, you lose your quarterback for two two games, hobbled in another. Uh, your secondary gets decimated with injuries. You've got issues within the team, and I mean, you lose four games by a total of nine points. I mean that's that's going to be hard for a lot of teams to to overcome. No matter. And they still no won what. seven and won a bowl game that sh- they should have won by double digits. And well, they won the bowl game three times. So when yeah, when Chad yeah, Morris there's your, was there's here, your, there's your ten wins right there. Chad Morris your, was here. Would you have said seven and six winning a bowl game is great? Yeah. Quit, people I can remember forget. Chad Morris's last year. Oh yeah, people oh quickly gosh. forget. They yeah, they do. And Chad Morris. It, era should not be the standard which we measure everything oh my gosh no no right but i can remember in 2019 saying and thinking all right the way to the healthy way to look at this team is not expect anything great watch a young team grow and that would be a healthy way to be a fan of of arkansas (laughs) and then i just remember thinking how out the window that philosophy was after the portland state game well, I'll give you an example right now. I, I like uh, the Kansas City Royals aren't my favorite team, but I'll follow them ever since David Glass bought them. He obviously is not the owner anymore. You know what they're saying about this year? They have the second worst ba- record in baseball. 
we're wanting to see who of these young guys can help us in the future. As they lose and lose and lose. What a mm-hmm. pitiful philosophy that is. And that's just what you're sharing, how we should have looked at the Chad Morris years. Nobody likes that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, got some nice young players. Won't that be good in three years? Well, no. what I was thinking... What I was saying was that was the option. <laughs> yeah, right. That's they right. Be, they weren't going to be very good in 2019. No. It was just like try to get to a bowl game, you know. Right. That, but that was that was where things were. And you know, Chad used to say, even into year two, he was like, "It's not an overnight fix." And I was just thinking, "We're not. It's not overnight. It's year two. <laughs> it's year two here." Yeah. So yesterday, <laughs> I was talking with a friend of mine who, who both of us knew Coach Broyles very well. I didn't know this when Jack Crow was cleaning out his office after losing the Citadel and was stunned that he was fired, there was an assistant athletic director in the room with him. And he turned to him and he said, I didn't know beating Citadel was that big a deal. Oh my and he goodness. said, Jack, it wasn't. Losing to Citadel was a big deal. <laughs> you know, so that's the thing is you can talk about, yeah, we're going to get better and all that, but people want to get better. You no, know, that is, is a, that true a true story. story. That is a true story. And Jack yes. Crow is a moron. If that's a true story... Then that is a true story. I didn't know Citadel. Well, he had no Citadel business coaching college football on any level. If he well, he did that. later, and he was pretty successful at Jacksonville, Alabama. Yeah, did okay. Well, it couldn't have been because of him, because that and is he, the worst. And hey, of, he was an excellent offensive coordinator in 1989. Quinn Grovey will tell you that. That was all Quinn Grovey then. <laughs> Just because I, I can't of believe statement. that somebody would say that and think that that's a a thing you could say. Yeah. Well, it. <laughs> He was gone. His office got cleaned out that day. Good. Good. <laughs> Good. Bye. All right, Trey. Glad I told that story. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Trey. You made Bye, my God. day. Bye. All right. <laughs> that is Trey Mitty of Hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Drop Top Sports will continue in a moment. Listen for Coach Kevin Kelly Wednesdays during the Zone presented by the Little Rock Athletic Club. An all-indoor pickleball facility coming soon to Little Rock Athletic Club online at lrac.com. Hi folks, it's Chris Zender here at Frank Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in Sherwood. Everybody's talking about high prices these days. Gas prices, grocery prices, interest rates. It seems like everything costs more than it used to. But at Fletcher Dodge, we're fighting back against high prices and interest rates. We have employee pricing plus 1.9% on all new Jeep Gladiators and 1.9% on Jeep Compass. And here's the deal of the week. 2.9% financing for 72 months on new Rams. That's 2.9% for six years on a new Ram. And we have 2.9% for 72 months plus $4,000 off new Jeep Grand Cherokees. Shop Fletcher Dodge and Sherwood for the deal of a lifetime on a new Dodge Chrysler Jeep or Ram. At Fletcher Dodge, you always get the best price, the lowest finance rate, and more for your trade. And we promise you a hassle-free buying experience. So come see us and give us a chance to earn your business. Shop Fletcher Dodge and Sherwood before you buy anywhere else. Come see us in person at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road or shop online at FletcherDeals.com. After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has... Gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the Crock-Pot this morning? (laughs) With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See shelter agent Matt Warden in Little Rock, Seth Hobbs in Bryant, or Nick Gennardi in Sherwood. Get in the zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore every day from 10 to 1. Live from the Oakwan Racing Casino Resort Studios on 103.7 The Buzz. Attention seafood lovers. Eat My Catfish is back open in Little Rock. The new Eat My Catfish in Riverdale is located in the Riverdale Shopping Center beside the movie theater and Ace Hardware. Eat local. Eat fresh. Eat My Catfish. Parents, are you tired of helping put your kids' shoes on? They're squirming, watching cartoons, anything but helping. Luckily, it's Skechers to the rescue. Introducing new hands-free Skechers slip-ins. Footwear you can just get your kids to step into and their shoes are on. You don't need to bend over. You don't need to sit on the floor and try to wrangle them on. And they're available in all types of Skechers styles with and without laces. And most are machine washable. Find Skechers slip-ins for kids or mom and dad at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish shoes are sold. The extracurricular activities, the traffic, the nightly homework, the traffic, 
the finding time to eat dinner together as a family, the traffic. Back to school can be stressful. Thanks to Ziploc, meal prep doesn't have to be. New Ziploc bags with Stay Open Design have a patented stand-up bottom that helps keep the bag upright and a top grease that folds and holds for easy filling, unlocking a second set of hands in the kitchen. If only it unlocked a second set of lanes. New Ziploc brand freezer and storage bags with Stay Open Design from SC Johnson, a family company. The biggest grand opening sale in Robert Irwin Jewelers company history is going on this Thursday through Saturday. Save up to 50% off, free gifts just for stopping in while supplies last. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices at the Robert Irwin Jewelers grand opening sale. Pleasant Ridge Town Center in Little Rock. Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You're safe at home with Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports. Here on the Buzz Radio Network, Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. We are closing in on the grand opening at the Robert Irwin Jewelers that is in the Pleasant Ridge Shopping Center, and that is next to the Fresh Market. And we're going to have a lot of great giveaways, and it's going to be very simple, and we'll give you all the details on Thursday but I got to tell you, $200 ain't bad. I'll just leave it at that. And uh, that also includes, as part of the grand opening specials, no interest financing for up to 60 months. Now, come see the uh, great people there at Robert Irwin Jewelers to get all the details. But the free financing this Thursday through Saturday only. And everything is on sale up to 50% off, whether it's engagement rings, diamond studs, bracelets, pendants, fashion rings, permanent jewelry. Now is the time to shop. Birthday, anniversary, congratulations. I love you. I'm sorry. Merry Christmas from $250 to $250,000. Robert Irwin Jewelers has something for every budget. So hope to see you there on Thursday. That's Robert Irwin Jewelers. Brand new location. Pleasant Ridge Town Center next to the Fresh Market. Out on Cantrell in West Little Rock. And we are now joined by... See if my pointer can now go. let's go to Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst Kevin Hoop Scoop McPherson for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball. Made possible by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers going the extra mile. Well, Kevin, let me do a little bit of uh, catching up. We've got some callers here. Nope, Chuck didn't stay. Rick, are you with us? Yeah, I'm still with you. What's up, buddy? Hey, it's great to hear from y'all. Football's coming up, and uh, uh, I will say this after listening to things uh, over here in East Arkansas, me and my buddies talk. uh, If the old line comes through, I figure we're going to win eight or nine games this year. And uh, but I think our defense is going to be very much improved. And of course, you got KJ and all them Sanders and all them running backs. And I think we're going to have a great defense. And so, but the team that's going to scare us to death in the SEC, if Petrino gets to coach the offense at A and M. You better watch out for them. And that's all I got to say. But go Hogs, go Hogs. I can't wait. Lord, I can't wait. Are you coming to Little Rock? Are you coming to Little Rock, Rick? I'm trying my best. I got I got tickets and I got family uh, that's going to be there. Trying my best. I hope it's a straight sellout. I've been there probably 20 times since I was born. 
Well, be sure and come by at the corner of Fair Park in Markham. Be sure and come by at the Buzz Tailgate Party. Right. Oh man, that would be so. Yeah, awesome. right, right beside the uh, the old tailgates. I mean, it's right beside the uh, yeah, double base there. Yeah, I know where that is. The yeah. man, y'all, if I can't make it for some reason, but I will get oh, my Oh come on, no, no excuses, no excuses. No, I'm just no for it. But hey, I got tickets, <laughs> and uh, my family will be there. Come on down. Yeah, I love to do that and not even go to the gate. Oh no, it's you got to go to the gate. gate. No, you got to go to the game. Oh, yeah. Got to go. Oh, yeah. It's going to be so great. We got to see inside that stadium. You got to be there. All right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, Rick. Hey, you think it's going to be a sellout? It should be. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I'm going to be there. All right. Yes. Go home. Thank you, buddy. (sighs) Kevin, I'm not sure it's any kind of season right now. But football is 11 days away. That is 11 days away from Arkansas in La Rock taking on Western Carolina. Are you going to be there, Kevin? I had planned to be there, and it's looking like I might be out of town. I, I haven't gotten that confirmed yet, so I'm still trying to figure that out, that I might just be going out of town for, for uh, uh, some family stuff going on that, uh, might might take some precedence there. So, uh, if I if I'm around, I plan on going. Um, so, you know, Little Rock games. I, I remember when they had more games in Little Rock than they had in Fayetteville. And I'm a Little Rock guy, so you know the Little Rock games are always important. Maybe more so for people around Central Arkansas, other parts of the state that don't make it to Fayetteville. Um, so, you know, if, if I'm in, if I'm around, I'm going. If I'm at, if I'm not going, that means I'm out of town. Uh, but, you know, I'm listening to folks talking about, obviously, this is the ramp up to, you know, less than two weeks away now. People are talking, what's the record going to be, different things. Um, and I, I have to agree with some of the talking points about, you know, obviously with K.J. Jefferson, uh, Rocket Sanders, that backfield, you know, Green is, to me, is an intriguing uh, change of pace kind of guy, Arkansas's depth there. What, what What's the quality of the O-line? Um, I think the defense will be improved, but you know, I think this is probably, if you're taking a pessimistic, you know, cautiously pe- uh, optimistic, not pessimistic, cautiously optimistic look at it, uh, maybe the cautiously optimistic version's eight and four. Uh, if you stay healthy and get a couple of breaks, which it seems like in, in some of these close games you need a bounce or two to go your way, maybe the maybe the ceiling's a 10 and two type of, of season. And then on the flip side of that, if you do struggle with injuries and some bad breaks, maybe you have the, the pessimistic seven and five, maybe even six and six. Look at it, but, but I do think the, this Arkansas football team um, has a chance to be Pittman's best since he's been been here. Like what we're seeing so far, but uh, you have to argue or always come back to the realization it's Arkansas versus Arkansas, so to speak, right now. It's not Arkansas versus Ole Miss or Arkansas versus... uh, I've I've said this already, Kevin, and no disrespect, I don't know what to expect from BYU. I think we do know what to expect from Kent State and certainly Western Carolina, which I don't think is going to give much of an indicator of what Arkansas is really going to be capable of doing once they encounter... Again, SEC caliber competition. And uh, then to boot, I say to boot, but then you've got that brutal opening stretch of Southeastern Conference play where you travel to uh, LSU and you come right back with A&M, which it may be Arkansas's, quote, home game this year. It's still in Arlington. To me, it's still a road game. And then you throw in... Uh, Ole Miss, which those games over the last, I don't know, uh, we could probably put A&M, could you not, Rick, in the same category to a degree? Yes. You could put A&M and, and Ole Miss pretty much in the same category. They've been toss-up games. Yep. They've been wild and woolly games. Yep. It's gone down to the 
you know, the final kick as it was last year with A&M. So um, that's your third game in a row that's on the road, and then you get to finish up a little brutal stretch in Tuscaloosa at Alabama. And until someone, or I say someone, until Alabama proves they're not the Alabama of the past, I know they got quarterback questions, they got other questions that maybe they hadn't encountered over the last couple of years. But I got to see it to believe it before I say, hmm, Alabama's a little down. I got to see it. And uh, certainly there's a 15-game losing streak on the line that Arkansas would love to end for sure. And what be a better place to do it than in Tuscaloosa? But uh, speaking of, there's home games against Western Carolina, Kent State, and BYU. You got to take out Western Carolina because that's Little Rock. But Kent State and BYU. Are you hearing anything on your end, Kevin, about visits that may be scheduled coming up in the early part of the football season? For Arkansas basketball, yeah, one one of the uh, well, you've got two visitors coming in for the two uh, the back to back home games in Fayetteville, um, and Malachi Marino, a six eleven center forward center out of Georgetown, Kentucky, right there in the backyard of the Kentucky Wildcats, Arkansas's SEC foe, um, and he's a top fifty rated player in the class of twenty twenty five. He's had an Arkansas offer for a few weeks. Um, the Hogs the coaching staff has been recruiting for a while before putting that offer out. So they've been doing their due diligence and recruitment and building the relationships. With, you know, and now the, the next step is getting them on campus. So he'll have an unofficial visit, class of 2025 Malachi Marino, um, the weekend at Arkansas host Kent State, the Golden Flashes in football. So that'll be the, the home opener for the football team after the Little Rock game that you mentioned against Western Carolina, but Marino will be in for an unofficial visit. We'll attend that game a week later when Arkansas hosts BYU on September 16th. This is a class of 2024, and we know that early signing period's in November, and so this is it's getting crunch time with that class. But national number 22, according to 247 Sports, a high, highly rated four-star, uh, really kind of on the cusp of maybe regaining his five-star status, Isaiah Elohim, a 6'5 wing, uh, out of Sierra Canyon, one of those powerhouse independent basketball schools in California. Uh, he's originally an East Coast guy, but is playing uh, out on the West Coast and, and will be at Sierra Canyon for his third and final season. Uh, but he'll be taking an official visit, and I'm sure he'll be attending that Arkansas Brigham Young game as part of that. Obviously, Arkansas basketball team was back to practice with school starting back on Monday, so they're back on the practice court. And these visitors that are coming in will not only be able to attend football games, uh, but they'll obviously be able to see their uh, hoop hogs at practice. And that's a big, you know, that's one of the biggest things that you can do when you get them on campus if you're Eric Mosman. They have a pro-level practice setting. Everybody talks about it. Most of the players I talk to don't want to go on the record to say the best practices they put their eyes on are the Razorbacks' practices compared to most because they, it's just different, you know, and, and the attention to detail the pace with which they move through it, um, and, you, and, and there's this NBA sense, level set. So, yeah, these visits are big because not only do they get to go to the basketball practice, we talk about the football games. Why that matters is they get a taste of the fan base. Yeah, to see what right. it's like with school back then. You know, yep. the whole thing. I mean, it's there's a lot into that in there uh, that that you know you sell your recruits on, and that's why you want to bring them this time of year. And other schools are doing it too, and they have good good things, but I think Arkansas, when you look at basketball, and if the football team, like we were just talking about, gets off to a, a 3-0 start with these non-conference games before uh, you know, when they go Little Rock and then 2 in Fayetteville... Kevin, we got to hit the break. Drive time sports will continue in a moment. by Elia's Mexican Grill. Headed to the hill, take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. Elia's in Moralton. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. At a recent Paris fashion show, Valentino trotted out Cindy Crawford's daughter, Kaya Gerber, in a pair of jeans and a white shirt. Except they weren't jeans, but were made from silk gazar, entirely embroidered in microbeads, dyed 80 different shades of indigo to resemble denim. you got to be kidding. 
These are the world's most expensive jeans for folks with too much money and too little sense. Or to quote George Costanza, Ick bean ein sucker. Save your money and buy some Levi's, folks. Speaking of value, come over to Double B's where your dollar will hit pay dirt. The 34 Arkansas locations of Double B's always have great deals and specials. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Do you need Rainwater Holton Sexton? Anywhere in the state, dial 8-888-8888. It really is just that easy. If you've been injured and need help, it doesn't matter where in Arkansas you are. Just dial 8-888-8888. We'll come to you. I'm Mike Rainwater of Rainwater Holton Sexton. We have been thankfully serving our Kansans for years, and we appreciate the trust you've put in us. We work hard for you, Arkansas, each and every day. Anywhere in the state, dial 8. This is Pat Bradley for Whit Davis. If you've never painted a room before, it's easier than you think. First times who plan each step are quick to wonder what all the fuss was about. Head over to Whit Davis in Jacksonville, Sherwood, or Greenbrier, and you'll find more Valspar medallion colors than you could possibly imagine, including the perfect one for your interior painting project. Medallions are the only paint and primer with color affinity and provides one coat color that lasts. Get organized, get down to work, and then enjoy. And don't settle for anything less than Valspar medallion paint and primer at Whit Davis Lumber Plus. River Valley Tractor, your leading Kubota dealer of Central Arkansas. River Valley Tractor is closer than you think. A company that cares for you is right around the corner. RiverValleyTractor.com. With five great locations to better serve you, visit River Valley Tractor in Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, or Pine Bluff today, or find them at RiverValleyTractor.com. Work smarter, not harder, with River Valley Tractor. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. Is there any more satisfying feeling than letting an elevator door close on somebody? I did it at the hotel earlier. I got such a warm rush through my body. It felt like the inside of my body hugged the outside of my body, you know? And then you see it close and you're like... <laughs> Sometimes a second later it opens and you're like... F- Tom Segura is coming to Oakland Racing Casino Resort Event Center Friday, December 8th. Tickets on sale Friday 10 a.m. at oakland.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. Well, we've shared before that the most difficult thing about eating for taco at Tacos for Life is deciding what to have. Now, i got to tell you, their chicken quesadilla is really good. And I've been kind of enjoying that lately uh, after I've eating that grilled chicken taco for so long or the uh, Hawaiian shrimp taco. I like it grilled. You can get it fried, too. But I tell you, the chicken quesadillas are awfully good. Their chips are great. I like the salsa. My wife says their queso is the best she's ever eaten anywhere. So you're going to like whatever you eat there. You might like the nachos. You might like one of their bowls. They've got so many tacos to choose from. You're going to like that. And the best thing is... Every time you buy a meal at Tacos for Life, you'll be furnishing a meal for someone who's food insufficient somewhere else, anywhere in the world. Their goal, to end world childhood hunger. Not an easy goal to reach, but they've furnished over 31 million meals in the last 10 years. Try them out. You'll love them. Tacos for Life. And that's Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Joined once again by... Now, let's go to Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, Kevin Hoopscoop McPherson, for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball. Made possible by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. Kevin, you were talking about unofficial, official visitors uh, coming to Fable soon for Arkansas football games. Anything you want to add on that? I know we had to run you into the break. <laughs> I never hear the music, guys, so I'm still going um, when we sign off there. Um, well, you do. You have another visitor coming in on October 7th. Now, that's a Friday, and Arkansas will be on the road playing at Ole Miss that weekend. But we're Keith's passport. We're staying in class of 2024, 
Uh, again, that early signing period's not far off. Arkansas really kind of slow played the visits. This recruiting cycle, typically they had players in that were going to be able to sign early uh, in the next senior class. They'd kind of start bringing them in in June. And this time around, it was counter boating at the end of July, right before the dead period and right before they went on break. And, and now that everybody's back and these visits are ramping up, you know, we mentioned the two in early and mid-September, then you're going to have October 7th with Keith Passmore, 6'5 wing at a Combine Academy in North Carolina. Explosive player, national top 75, four-star. Um, he, he's a guy that's had an Arkansas offer for a couple of months and a player that I thought did perform really well on the Nike EYBL circuit, uh, especially in July. And I think that caught Arkansas coaches' attention. They put the offer out. Uh, he's taken multiple visits in September, but October 7th, he'll come in for an official visit. And then October 28th, I, I didn't, in the break, I didn't look at the football schedule to see where Arkansas was in the schedule at that point. Uh, but that Saturday, Arkansas basketball men host Purdue for that charity exhibition game. Um, and there are, and they're going to have more than, this, than one visitor. But so far, we now know that Jermaine O'Neal Jr., his dad was a famous NBA player and all-star. Uh, but at Jermaine O'Neill Jr., a 6'5 wing at a dynasty prep in Dallas, he'll be taking an unofficial visit and will attend the Arkansas-Purdue uh, exhibition game at Bud Walton Arena for basketball uh, that day while he's here. And that's, you know, Arkansas will bring in more players. We'll put more names out as permitted. Uh, but for now, we've got that one. Now, his dad was, you know, we go back to the none-and-done era before one-and-done when players started jumping out of high school and going to the NBA. Kevin Garnett. Kobe Bryant, Tracy McGrady, and then LeBron James are the biggest names probably that people think of, but Jermaine O'Neal Sr. was one of those guys and had a long career. He was an all-star, but uh, Jermaine O'Neal Sr., you know, I think probably I think mostly about his Indiana Pacer years is probably his best, but he played for Portland for a while and Eric Mussman's dad, Bill Mussman, was an assistant with the Trailblazers at the time Jermaine O'Neal Sr. was playing there. So we talk about coaching connections and how that helps uh, in, in recruiting, and this is probably an example of that, guys, uh, as Arkansas will have another top 50 player in, on campus uh, in late October. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I'd forgotten about Jermaine O'Neal being one of those, as you said, none and done, but... Uh, Back when you could come right out of high school, but uh, so you don't you don't get a feel in spite of the fact playing in Portland and other places that, uh, on the other hand, that uh, Dad may have any preference for his son. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's class of twenty twenty five, so he doesn't have to make any decisions anytime soon. Right. You know, a lot of these players are going to get visits in where they can. A lot of them be unofficial. Um, and, and of course, 2024, we mentioned two names taking official visits. Uh, again, Arkansas, we look at what Arkansas did in the last recruiting cycle, only brought in two high school players. Randy, I think it's going to be similar to that this time around for 2024. I think we'll see two, perhaps three, but probably two, um, when the dust settles. And, you know, if you notice, when between Botang and Elohim, and Passmore, these guys are the six-five, those defensive, versatile guys that can guard, through, you know, three positions at least on the perimeter, and then uh, they have some versatility offensively. Uh, and so uh, they're not all the exact same kind of player, but they're similar position. And we know how players in that six-four to six-six range, how well they fared under Mussman. Usually, his teams, and he's had Ford Arkansas. Have been led by guys, you know, when you're going Isaiah Joe, Mason Jones, Jalen Tate, Moses Moody, uh, Anthony Black, Nick Smith Jr. I'm leaving some out, uh, but, but, you know, you've got, you know, your bigger guards uh, are kind of leading the way uh, for the most part. I mean, there have been some ex- exceptions to that. J.D. Note uh, is one of those. Uh, Jimmy Witt Jr., although he was listed at 6'3 at the wingspan. He played like a guy that was about six five, mm-hmm. uh, but typically the bigger guards excel at Arkansas, and you see why Arkansas's making that position a priority in this twenty twenty four high school recruiting recruitment to this point. So you believe the as you called it slow play is just simply because of the 
two or three that is is what they're anticipating from this high school class. So there's no need. You've you've had Botang in. Uh, is any of uh, any of the other major targets have they been on campus as well? No, I mean it's been Botang only to this point. Okay, now, you've had guys pop in over the last year or so for unofficial visits or to attend a game, but but no official visits uh, in, in, until it was Botang at the end of July. And again, typically they started bringing players in in June, and so I don't know if it has as much to do with the amount of players they want. As a, as it is, it might just be a recalibrating of strategy. How, when they want to bring players in, how do they want to use June and July? Because there's a lot of on the road for coaches at that time to do a you know evaluation of players and less time to bring them in anyway. So sometimes you have to squeeze guys in, uh, and maybe they just felt like the, to try try something a little different. And the other thing is, you know, Arkansas ramped up its its uh, its uh, portal recruiting, and they brought players in. You know, even in June, uh, so they were bringing in additional portal players at that point, um, and ended up with seven out of the portal, which is the most Muslims had. Uh, so it wasn't like they weren't recruiting; they just didn't bring in high school visitors. And again, uh, that that picks up here pretty quick. And we know they had some unofficial visitors in for the last two limited practice. Some younger players, class of twenty twenty five and twenty twenty six. Some of those here from Central Arkansas and, and up in Springdale, Isaiah Seeley. Class of 2025, one of the top players, J.J. Andrews. Class of 2026, one of the top players in the country here in the Little Rock area. Uh, but I think, it, you know, with the 20, class of 2024 is what eyes turn to now, uh, for the most part, simply because that early signing period is not that far off. Any updates on Honor Botang? Well, I think he's, you know, I think the next visit's probably Missouri, and now that the, we're out of the dead period, we could see that you know happening soon. Uh, when I interviewed him a week or so ago, I think it's been a couple of weeks now. Uh, he said either end of August or maybe sometime later in the fall. So, and then he's got a final eight. So there's other schools he's considering. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Indiana or Georgia Tech got a visit. He's also got Ohio State, Auburn, LSU, and Virginia Tech on that list. Um, so, you know, we're just kind of on standby. I do know that now that we're out of the dead period, pretty soon, coaches are going to start doing in-home visits. They'll be able to go to these players' schools. I hear the music, Randy. They'll be able to go to the players' schools and see them there. So recruiting's not going to just be on campus. There'll be a lot of off-campus visits, too. All right, Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. Thanks to Fence Brokers and Chris Walker and gang. Hour number three, straight ahead. Best summer getaway is the journey to the getaway. Start your summer road trip adventure at Hyundai. Now during the getaway sales event. Hurry in for great deals on many models, all backed by America's best warranty. It's your journey. Own every mile at the Hyundai getaway sales event. Right now, get the Tucson or Santa Fe with up to 2,500 total savings. Visit your local Hyundai dealer today. 